2: Right, uh, coming up on 10 past 10, uh, good morning to you. Now, the Republic of Ireland in the spotlight at this present moment in time and uh, two or three moronic people wearing Northern Ireland football jerseys also in the spotlight. Uh, You'll notice that I don't call them football fans because they quite simply wouldn't be football fans if they were doing uh, what they are doing on that screen that you may have seen on social media. I want to speak to Mark McIntosh from The Sun. Uh, Mark, Mark, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Mark, I'll get to the controversy about the Northern Ireland fans in uh, just just a moment. But uh, just bring us up to date with the Republic tonight because uh, they've got a big game, but they also might be caught in the eye of a storm where tennis balls might be thrown onto the, the field. Um, p- put us in the picture as to why this protest might be happening.
0: Yeah, there's certainly talk of the tennis ball protest tonight. It's it's basically surrounding their, their former chief executive now, John Delaney. Um, uh, he, he resigned his position as chief executive at the weekend and has kind of moved sideways which has annoyed a lot of people. He's now non-executive vice president of the association. Um, he, he's, he's been known as the great survivor down the years. There's been a lot of controversies um, throughout that time and I know certainly a lot of Republic of Ireland fans and definitely a lot of League of Ireland fans have thought he wasn't the right man for the job for many many reasons but like I said the great survivor that he is you know, there's been controversies um, in the past week or so um, he tried to take the, the Sunday Times, sorry tried to take an injunction out against the Sunday Times printing a story um, just two weekends ago and since then there's been more stories come out revelations that even the likes of the FAI were, were paying €3,000 a month for his rent, as well as paying him three hundred and sixty thousand euro in his salary, um, at the same time there are a lot of staff being forced to take pay cuts as well. So it just not, none of it sits easy with a lot of Republic of Ireland fans and League of Ireland
2: fans. Why the tennis ball protest? Is it simply to throw something that's not very offensive onto the field?
0: I, I think it's as simple as that. Yeah, um, it's something that's probably easy to bring into the stadium. It's certainly not going to cause any damage. Um, it actually it happened in Germany. Um, a little while ago as well, that's what they did. And it, it certainly looked effective. But I've seen a lot of things on social media in the past sort of 24 hours. A lot of people are saying not to do it. And I know Mick McCarthy spoke about it yesterday saying, you know, you know, if people want to protest, do it somewhere else. Don't do it at, at a football match because it should all be about the Republic of Ireland trying to win a game tonight against Georgia. And he doesn't want any of the focus to shift from
2: that. Well, there certainly seems to be major question marks over the financing of the Republic of Ireland in terms of of football. They seem to have their worries and their concerns, but maybe that's for the accountants to sort out. And uh, John Delaney is uh, certainly a controversial character, as as you say, and these protests uh, could be loud or they could be uh, muted. The bottom line is the Republic of Ireland need to improve on the field and they didn't do very well against Gibraltar, just managing to scrape through. They'll They'll be hoping... to win uh, tonight. It is interesting that Delaney has been featured in discussions in, in the past about things that he's apologised for, including on one occasion he was singing a pro-IRA song, a song about one of the hunger strikers, uh, Joe McDonald. Now, he said, indeed, when he was uh, speaking in a, in a radio interview, he said, Joe McDonald was a song that uh, was uh, being sung in my presence, and I chipped in on a number of occasions in the past. I'm not someone who supports violence at all. In fact, over a large number of years, I've worked closely with cross-border initiatives in football to break down barriers. But there, that apology eventually did come some years ago after he denied uh, singing a, a pro-IRA song, a song about a hunger striker. And this is this is very much in, in keeping with this controversy that we have now in, in Northern Ireland where people are singing and they're singing something that will offend other people. And we have two members of, I would imagine, a a, a pub in in, in Belfast, or or two uh, people who uh, are visiting a pub in Belfast who are leading this singing, some others are joining in as well, but they are wearing Northern Ireland jerseys, and what they're singing is absolutely despicable. They are singing how much they hate Catholics. It reflects very poorly on the jersey that they're wearing, Mark.
0: It it does, you're 100% right, and you know, it's that's exactly what it is. It's embarrassing that they're wearing the All Ireland shirts. It's embarrassing what they're singing, but look, these people are idiots, and people will instantly jump on it and you know link it to football because they're wearing the and Ireland shirts. But they're very clearly in a in a pub or some sort of a club. It's not at a football match. It's not at an and Ireland match, and you know I I think it would be unfair to hammer even the Irish FA for something like this because they've worked extremely hard down certainly the last decade. And to be fair, the fans have worked so hard. You know, the amount of self-policing that we done at Windsor Park years ago to make sure that it is a family-friendly atmosphere these days. But let's not shy away from the fact, Frank. It was a cold house for Catholics many years ago. It certainly was. Um, certainly even in my lifetime, it, it, it seemed a bit like that. But that's not the case anymore. But these people do not represent the vast, vast majority of Northern Ireland fans. And like I said, they're just idiots.
2: I would go as far as to say that they don't even represent the vast majority of people who are standing beside them in the pub because quite a few of the people who come up on that video don't actually sing along. And it's despicable. It's absolutely despicable what they are singing. We can't, no one can control who buys a Northern Ireland shirt. We know, we absolutely know that there are bigoted people who will buy Northern Ireland shirts and who will cheer Northern Ireland on. Thankfully, very, very, very few of those people go to Windsor Park. And you do describe it perfectly well. I clearly remember it back in the 1980s uh, going along and you wouldn't have been revealing yourself uh, as to where you were from. But my goodness me, it is transformed. I'm I'm never going to say anything's perfect because no matter where you go, there'll always be an odd fly on the ointment. But... The experience for international football at Windsor Park is something I've recommended before and I will recommend it again. Those who want to target Northern Ireland, the presence of Northern Ireland as a football team, the Northern Ireland fan base, they're using this now to absolutely beat... Anyone who has a sympathetic word for Northern Ireland fans—they're using it as a big stick to get in there and to to stir, to stir the pot. So, as of what you've said and what I've said, it's vital to emphasise that those people in that video are not at a Northern Ireland a game; they are in a bar and they are moronic.
0: Completely, And that's exactly it in a nutshell. Um, and like we said, you know, the, the Irish FA have done so much, but this isn't even a football fan issue. This is a society problem. You know, there are people throughout society who do things in all walks of life uh, who are just bigots. And, you know, those people singing, they, they give us nothing in, in any sort of community. And as you said also, in that video, there's people quite clearly not singing. There's people look a little bit bemused by what's going on as well. Um, so, like I said, they do not represent any Northern Ireland fans who go to Windsor Park. It, it is a good atmosphere at Windsor. And these people just have nothing to offer any of
2: us. I, I see a couple of videos have been sent to me, and this is always the way it is. When we're doing this topic or on this programme, someone will come up with uh, something to counter what, what we're talking about. And I can see on on the screen in front of me, uh, Northern uh, the Republic of Ireland fans, I, I know this video, I've seen this many times before, uh, where they're singing about James McLean hating the Queen. And they are vitriolic in their hatred of a person who is, I believe, the head of the Church of England. And the, the Queen is called everything on that video. I don't even have to turn up the, the volume on it. I know exactly what it is. And the hatred coming out of those small number of, of chanting Republic of Ireland fans do not reflect good, decent Republic of Ireland fans who do not wish... The Queen to die. Who do not wish, who do not call the Queen a slag, and so on, and 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 so forth. So we we have to we have to we have to counter those who are hell bent on destroying the good name of football, whether it's the good name of the Republic of Ireland or the good name of Northern Ireland.
0: Couldn't agree more. And um, there are so many people who just want to beat football fans with a stick as well. You know, they seem to be the easy target a lot of the time, and. Yeah, I and certainly know the videos that you're talking about as well of, with certain Republic of Ireland fans. and but you're, It's exactly like this video with, with the so-called non-Iron fans as well. You know, as you say, the vast, vast majority of people who go to Republic of Ireland games are there to support their country and enjoy a game of football and hopefully see their side win. And there's just some idiots that try and ruin it for everybody. But like I said, that's in every single walk of life. You go into any bar or club, On a Saturday night, you'll always get a few idiots as well. You go anywhere and you'll get a few idiots. So football is not going to be any different from that. The big thing is things have been done in the past and there's been initiatives with the Irish FA and certainly the FAI as well to try and make sure these people don't set foot in Windsor Park and the Aviva Stadium again.
2: And uh, Windsor Park have taken steps to ensure that people who have been there in the not too distant past don't return because of things they have, as individuals, uh, said. So there, there's a, there's excellent policing of it by the staff at, at at Windsor Park. with regards With regards to those individuals. On that screen, in that pub, wherever it may be, who are singing basically to the the tune of the Tiffany song, I think we're alone now, they, they sing how much they hate Catholics. Should the police be knocking their door on on, on on hate speech? I mean,
0: I certainly saw a lot of things last night, but a few people and a few journalists saying, you know the police need to investigate what is essentially a hate crime. And if you take it for what it is, then yeah, it, it is a hate crime. You know that's exactly what it is, and maybe more people should realise that. Um, that said, I don't think it's going to stop certain types of people singing songs like that just because it's a hate crime. And you know, I don't think they're going to be terrified by the police coming knocking their door. Um, but it is exactly that, and you know, maybe maybe there should be more sort of strong arm of the law with people like this and um it's just disgusting frank it's it's just a it's a sad sad thing well, it's been a great week, but we have to emphasize this wasn't at a football match that's the biggest part of this. you know this could happen absolutely anywhere doesn't make it right at all, but it could happen anywhere and it has to be a matter for the police more than the irish f a because they cannot stop someone singing a song nowhere near their control.
2: I see an interesting point from Marcus. He says the Republic, the, he says the game the Northern Ireland game uh, seems to be on in the background. The Northern Ireland game is on in the background on, on a television it 's on on a television in in the pub, and the people are, are singing and they 're singing uh, how much they hate Catholics and Marcus makes the point that they're, they're obviously not very fond of the manager or the goal scorer then. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> you know, yeah, I I know exactly what you mean, Marcus. But the bottom line is, we don't judge the nor- the Northern Ireland footballers on how many Catholics and how many Protestants are playing. We see footballers, and if only everyone in this country could see footballers, the, the, we'd have it resolved.
0: Exactly, exactly, and that's what it is. You know, everyone just wants to see Northern Ireland win. They go, anyone who goes to Windsor Park is there to see no and win. These people, like I said, Frank, they offer absolutely nothing to football and they offer nothing to society and any community. They're just they living in the past and maybe that's where they should have stayed.
2: That is true, that is true. Mark, thank you very much indeed. Mark McIntosh from The Sun. Let's condemn them uh, to high heaven, uh, those people who chant like that. In a pub, on social media, repeat, not at a Northern Ireland game. Uh, Thomas would go to see Northern Ireland, I'm sure, from time to time. He goes to see Rangers and it'd be interested to see what his take is on these chanters. Uh, Thomas, go ahead.
1: Good morning, Frank. Uh, Frank, I think, I think you're going to have a busy show if, if people are going to post singing in bars and um, in, in Republican or loyalist areas in Northern Ireland uh, watching football games. As as you, as you quite rightly said there, Frank, I mean, this, this wasn't at the stadium. If I was at the stadium, people were singing that at the stadium, it's, it's, it would be quite rightly put on the Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland should look at that. I mean, you, some of the posts I put on, and I, I was looking at some of the abuse you're taking, but most of the abuse that you're taking are actually from people from your own, who would be classed as your own, say to the community, because you're taking a balanced view on it. Um, it the, the problem is, you're going to have people with social media on their phones and the stick, I mean, the, I don't know who the idiot it was that actually put it on, but they have now got their friends plastered all over social media, and people are talking about them, and they could get in trouble with something. And I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It, songs like that should not be at stadiums, at on, on football grounds. Um, there's football songs that fans sing, obviously. Where, that's always going to be where Rangers and Celtic, and people will take offense at... Whether they're sectarian and your fans are sectarian and this, that, and the other. But you can't blame a football club or a rugby club or any other sport or GAA club for something that happens in a bar somewhere else in the city. But we um, equally have, have to, to
2: condemn the people who are singing it, Thomas. Whether you're singing it in a bar or singing it in a car, you shouldn't be singing that you hate Catholics or you hate Protestants or you hate the Queen. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be singing it. It, it, it. it is hate speech.
1: Well, that's it, Frank, 100%. And, 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 and as you know, the, uh, 99.999% of the Northern Adams fans who go to them grounds and the Republic of Ireland fans, you'll see the videos of them singing them songs and IRA songs at social functions, will come on and condemn it. And and that's, that's the thing. I mean, at the end of the day, whenever you're, if you're at a football match and there's 10, 15, 30, 40, 50, people there and they're at a football game and then everybody goes to their bars after it and they'll have their, they'll have their Rebel Sundays and their Rebel Tuesdays and their side spices and stuff like that. There, People can't sing songs and they will they'll have their add ons about who up the and, and all this thing. and the interesting thing Frank when I when I first seen this on Twitter, the same people who were posting this and outraged at what was being sung in a bar were the same people who were on uh, defending a song that that IRA song being played at a sporting event by the promoters themselves and they were on defending that. So to me most of the time it's full outrage from both sides of communities, what you need to do is listen to the sensible people who will come on and condemn it and say that it's completely wrong. And people like yourself, Frank, from your community who does follow Northern Ireland, who personally supports Northern Ireland, it's people like you who I would be annoyed at that offending and, and being, do uh, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's the people you need to listen to, the people who have a bit of sense about the thing. And they, they, you can't blame Northern Ireland or Republic of Ireland football club for somebody shooting about Orange Bays or Fenian Bays in a bar somewhere.
2: Thomas, uh, thank you very much. Let's see what other people have to say. Fred, as a point, uh, go ahead, Fred. Good morning, Frank. How are you, Frank? I just
1: want to look back at the unfortunate incident in the Euro Championships where a young man, a young Northern Ireland. Fan lost his life in the twenty. Um, basically, the Republic fans were play- or Republic were playing the next night, and the Republic fans stood up as a mark of respect in the twenty-fourth minute, because the young lad was twenty-four years old, and they stood silently and respectfully.
2: Absolutely. Very well said, Fred, because there are so many examples of that from Republic of Ireland fans and from Northern Ireland fans. And across at the Euros, they actually sat at the same tables, their photographs taken with their flags wrapped around each other. We could fill the programme with positive stories about football fans from both the Republic of Ireland and from Northern Ireland. Very well said. I agree with you entirely. There's far more positivity than there is negativity. Totally. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style
0: game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less
2: than other high-end brands. And the best part?